0: A chip off the block, a block off the park, she loves me hardly, mend in the fence, at least. I can read most of the ads, dreamed in French, so far above me, wasted on a layman, wasted on a layman, wasted on a layman, wasted on a layman.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to season two, show two of the City Life Supplement. (laughs) You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have. It's it's the last Saturday of the month. It's 7.30 p.m. and we are coming to you fake live from Transistor Chicago for our horror slash politics show. Because for the life of us, we couldn't decide which was scarier. Ooh. That's our house band. The haunted Phil Garneau with the vocals and the guitar. Eric Laughlin on piano. This pair is still constantly searching for an appropriate uh, name. We got one, Matt. Oh, yeah? Uh, So they've written it on a piece of paper. And I'm going to open it up and see what you're calling yourself this month. This takes a second. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure that I can say
2: this.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, it's another symbol, like Prince. Uh, But it's two men. Uh, and it says 50% gay. <laughs> and there's an ellipsis, so... That's it. <laughs> All right. Our acting company tonight is uh, Jack Leatherface Birdwell, Mike, Mike Sasquatch Brunlieb, uh Billy Rosemary's Bryant. I think that one's cute. Hannibal Heather Forsythe. Daniel Craig Forsyth because he thinks he looks like Daniel Craig. He, he says he does. Kim Kardashian Lyle right over here with the with the witch uh, fascinator on her head. Um, Jack Tripper Miggins. Allison Man Eater is right here in the front row. Uh, slutty Jennifer Yule which is just a slutty version of herself. Is here and on the same kind of kind of same concept. I'm Matt Lyle. Only I'm wearing some glasses. We are so proud to have one of our own tonight. The very lovely, the very talented Billy, no nickname this time Bryant, with us singing
0: tonight. She sings beautifully. I forget a break in the clay. The day is wasted when you turn off your mind. A mind, by the way. Give us a chance, we'll fall on our own two feet Cause it's better to stay than worry away Better to stay Now,
1: now I know that political comedy can be dicey in mixed company But I have a five-point plan Okay? For having a good show Now, point number one of the five-point plan Is to always mention that I have a five-point plan At every opportunity. So if you ask me anything or say anything, I'm going to say five-point plan. All right? And uh, points two through five of the five-point plan are secret points. They're good, funny points. I'm not going to tell you any of those points because you don't need to know
2: them.
1: I am, however, tickled tonight. Seriously, because uh, Transistor is participating in a neighborhood Halloween uh, tonight, and some kids may stop by and trick-or-treat, and Andy has allowed me to hand out candy during the show, uh, so that could be fun if some stop by. Now, now Halloween is its my favorite holiday of any year, but especially this one, because this election in particular has gotten me down. I mean, more so than usual, more than any other one, um, and I don't know why, well... One, I think, is because of Facebook,
2: because, <laughs> because
1: now I know, everybody that I know, I know all of their political feelings. <laughs> And some of the feelings are pretty fucking stupid. So, so that has me down. And, and I, also, I also, number two, this is my fault because I answered a polling call and I thought this will be fun. And um, now both parties are under the impression that I am undecided and registered to vote in Ohio. So, I was being sarcastic when I said it, but they didn't, they didn't pick up on that. Uh, so, so it's been a bad cu- last couple of weeks. I mean, with the phone calls and the mailings and the people going through my trash, they do that. Um, so tonight, I'm looking forward to the kids coming by so that we can participate in a classic tradition where we can all find middle ground. I think with the rest of the country and distract ourselves from this election and just get lost in something simple, agenda-free, and good. That's probably our first trick or treaters. Very good, very good. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to the door, and that was a nice doorbell. We did a fundraiser last month. We used to just say ding dong, so. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Hey, here you go. Ooh.
3: Trick or -or treat. Hey.
1: Well, look at you kids. What great costumes. Oh my God. Let me guess what you are. You are wearing rags, and you look emaciated, and and your face is dirty. And so you almost be Oliver Twist or maybe Harry Potter before he became a a wizard, right?
3: No, sir. These are our actual clothes. (laughs) Our parents couldn't afford to buy us costumes this year because our dad was laid off. Because of Barack Hussein Obama's inept mishandling of the economy. Oh, no. He's a Kenyan.
1: No. The, ca- the,
3: the, the candy we received tonight will be our only caloric intake this week.
1: Oh, my, I'm so sorry. Well, well, here you go. Here, here. And and hold on, hold on. I'll be right back. And uh, and then I'm going to come back in here. And here's a, here's a baked potato for my dinner. And, and you take a couple of extra pieces of kale, a little little roughage, and that'll tide you over. So there you go, kids.
3: Thank you, sir.
4: God bless you. Oh
1: my God, and God bless you. Wow, I had no idea that it was so bad out there under Obama. Maybe I should vote for Romney. Oh, you know what? I'll think about that tomorrow. This is not about politics.
4: Trick or treat!
1: Hey, how nice. Oh, my God, this is... You guys are cool. A bunch of old-fashioned Charlie Brown ghost costumes, just sheets with some eye holes cut out. Just all old school, right?
3: We're not ghosts, mister. We're Ku Klux Klan members. And we all support Mitt Romney. Oh, no. It's the White House, not the
1: No, no, you don't. (laughs) That is horrible. Hey, you there in the back, don't you even think about lighting that cross.
4: I'm the Grand Lizard. No,
1: no candy for you grand whatever you are. Your parents ought to be ashamed of themselves letting you dress up like that. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. That was really disturbing. You know, if so many, if white supremacists feel so strongly about it, maybe I should, maybe I should vote for Obama. Oh, uh, I told you to get off my... Well, hello there, Mr. Vader. (laughs) Greetings. Fill my bag with candy. Okay, that, that is an amazing costume. Did you put that together yourself? It looks really authentic. It's good.
5: It is authentic, fool. It was actually worn by David Prowse in Return of the Jedi. Wow,
1: well, that must have cost a pretty penny. Your, your parents must be rich.
5: They're not. My parents are both pro-Obama drug dealers on welfare and food stamps. Right. And they used the money they saved on groceries and rent to buy me this Okay.
1: All right, oh, well and just one piece of candy for you then. Now off you go. Well, if that wasn't an example of, this, of cheating the system and it subsidizing laziness and a waste of our tax dollars, and I don't know what was, maybe it is time for Obama to go, I don't know, God, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm a microcosm of America right now. I mean, I'm disillusioned. I don't know who to like. I do know who to hate, but I don't know who to like but I do know who to hate. There's a, there's a hipster soap opera that we listen to, unfortunately, called As the World Sighs. It's set in our enemy neighborhood, Wicker Park. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, yeah. a, neighborhood, a neighborhood so terrible that I avoid it at all costs unless I want to have a really nice night out. <laughs> and have, have my restaurants and my bars afterwards really close together. It's really a cool place. Oh, oh my God, the show is, the show is starting
6: last time on As the World Sighs Carlo was arrested for Bryn's murder Shay revealed to her ex-boyfriend Justin that she's pregnant and she doesn't know who the father is Justin and Tasia joined a co-ed kickball team
0: As the World
5: Tasia, you looked
1: really good out there kicking the ball at our practice for our kickball team, the Wicker Park Jeggings.
6: Thanks, thanks, Justin. You should see how good I'd be if I actually tried. <laughs> hey, yeah. So you and my sister Shay broke up, huh?
1: Yeah, it hurt me real bad that she slept with my best friend and Helvetica bandmate, Carlo, while I was being held captive in an underground bunker. It hurt me so bad that I don't know if if I can even read zines anymore.
5: Uh, Yeah,
6: Yeah, what happened to you was mega Urkel. Urkel? Yeah, it's a new expression. You've probably never heard it before.
1: No, yeah, I've heard it before. I was just saying it back in 2K10, but it's pretty played out right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
6: Shay's not speaking to me right now. She's totes pissed that I'm the one who told Brynn about her and Carlo, which made Brynn go effing crazy and try to kill her. Not like I care anything, but you know she's pregnant, right? Yeah,
1: I knew that like a long time ago. It's played out right now. I mean, I might not even be that kid's father, kid. I mean, it could be Carlo's or my evil twin brother, Destin's. She's such a slut
2: wave!
6: Yeah, she's so slutty, she's got more clap than an auditorium.
1: Was that, like, from your stand-up routine or something, or is that...
6: It's just something I'm trying out. What else? Yeah, but you know what?
1: I'm really drawn to you right now, because you don't seem to care about anything. You're rad, babe. How about we get out of here and just go listen to some Helvetica vinyl? (laughs)
6: Yeah, let's ghost this kickball scene together and make Shay mega jealous. Yeah. Meanwhile, Shay visits her lady doctor. Dr. Pearson, do you have my test results?
7: Yes, Shay. It's just as I suspected. You have Baby Up In.
3: <laughs> I already knew that. I'm here to find out who the father is
7: Oh, yes, of course Let me get the large manila envelope Here it is Okay Oh, Shay Oh, this is shocking news I've never seen anything like this before Oh, my Oh, Lord Dr. Pearson, what is it? Shay, it appears that your baby has
3: Doctor, what is it?
7: Oh, sorry. I was checking my Facebook. Say, <laughs> it appears that your baby
6: has. Stay tuned for the exciting <laughs> conclusion of. As the world sighs. As the world
0: <laughs> sighs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
1: Oh gosh, okay, this just in. Now it appears that we have breaking news from the election fr- front, folks. Uh, we're going live now to our political field reporter, Sandra Planter. Sandra, what have you got for us?
8: Big stuff, Matt. I've just uncovered the scoop of a lifetime. Brace yourselves, America. It appears that for Halloween, the Obama family will be giving out full size candy bars.
1: Uh, f- full size candy bars. That's
8: right, Matt.
1: That's your scoop. You
8: betcha. Okay. We're talking all the major brands, too. Snickers, Milky Way, Butterfinger. They've got it all, Matt.
1: All right, Sandra. Now, I don't think that really counts as political reporting. That's more candy reporting. No
8: way, Matt. We need an informed electorate, and if we don't know what our elected officials are giving out for Halloween, can we really trust them? You know what Ron Paul's giving out for Halloween? Why, what? Nothing. He's just <laughs> shouting, buy your own candy and slamming the door.
1: Uh, that's, that, is, that one's actually interesting. Yeah.
8: So. And George Bush is handing out chocolate Hanukkah coins cut into sheriff's badges. <laughs>
1: I can't I can't imagine that's too popular. Not really. But you
8: know who is popular is Mitt Romney. Really? Oh yeah. He's giving out sacks of twenties with a stick of sugar-free gum.
1: Uh, wow. Yeah, wow. I've
8: been by several times. Mama needs a crown put in.
1: All right, Mama. What what about our what about our mayor? What about Rom? What's he giving out for Halloween? Oh,
8: he just copied Obama's candy list, except for everything's in fun
1: size. Oh, that little guy. <laughs>
8: Paul Ryan claims he's already given out two tons of candy wow independent fact checkers put the figures closer to three rolos Ah, that
1: sounds about right anyway
8: matt i've got to go i'm running late for rick perry's christmas easter egg hunt i don't think he really understands what's going on
1: i bet he i bet he doesn't well well thanks sandra
8: happy halloween everyone happy election
0: singing numbered sequences of predetermined geniuses if not genius, at least more intuitive minds than mine I'll never play the drums, I'll never walk the line I'll never have the time to finish all the superficial obligations I put off in my mind and even now I can take my place with clever words I could save face But I'll find you kind words Find you kind words Find you kind words Find you kind words Time to think the universe Is a pre-planned pregnancy Of misgotten truth And mortgage rates I'll never nine to five, I'll never run and hide I'll never have the time to finish all the superficial obligations I put off in my mind But even now I can take my place With clever words I could save face But I'll find you kind words Find you kind words Find you kind words Find you kind words In a world of confusion, in a world of destitution, why do I talk? I have nothing to say. In a world of confusion and a world of destitution, why do I talk? I have nothing to say. But even now I could take my place. With clever words I could save face. But I'll find you kind words, find you kind words, find you kind words, find you kind words.
1: Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Eric. Now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here to tell us a heartwarming story Maggie, Margie, and Dot, the beautiful Prisbaluski sisters. Give him a big round of applause. Please. Yeah.
3: Did you hear that? Beautiful. Tell my husband that, yeah? <laughs> i you beautiful, Matt, your tush. Yeah. Oh, Very no. nice tush.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's
3: like two crab apples. You know, he looks kind of skinny and dorkish,
4: you, like well, you do.
3: No, but, you know, yeah. he's hiding this cute little tush under those slacks.
4: Well, folks. thanks,
1: Margie. That's nice.
3: I like what you're sitting on, Matthew. Great, A, tush, on. me.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't hide it. Hey, you okay. heard of this
3: little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Oh, in this case, this little light of yours is your tush, Matthew. Let it shine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, me. you should wear those pants in your natural waistline sometime. Okay, I, all right. Yeah, I, I could spank you.
9: Oh.
3: Oh. Uh, that's gonna spank you, Maddie. You like that. All right. eh? yeah, don't, don't you ladies
1: have a heartwarming story to tell?
3: Oh, All right, right. all right. So, you know our sainted mother, Gigi. She's over at Whispering Pines Uh Restaurant. Wonderful, beautiful woman. Right, she's a racist. Yeah, she is. She hates all races and creeds. Well, the other day we go over and we bring her some gum to give to the orderlies for tips, and she's watching the news, and that gets us talking. Politics. Uh oh, we're talking politics to our mother. We are middle aged, round, proud Polish women, and we get
4: all shy because we know she has got these strong feelings about politics. She was on the school board. Right.
3: She thought she was. Right. Well, anyway, uh, so we've been leaning left as a trio since Dukakis. Oh, that's sexy great. Oh, up on that. tank. oh, I just about slid off the couch when I saw that. But Mom starts talking about socialists and death panels, and she's saying some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, and I'm getting all worked up. God help me. Yeah, me me. too, but she's our mother. You know, she raised us. She fed us from her boobies. Right, that, that's right, Doc. Yes, yes, So she is our elder, and it felt disrespectful to just put her in a place. To even admit that we had these radically different feelings about something yeah. so big and important socially and fiscally,
4: the Prezbuluski sisters believe in the democratic platform.
3: Uh, I, I'm an ec- economic agnostic.
4: Right, yeah, Doc's not so sure about the numbers, but the point is, <laughs> we are mostly diametrically opposed to our dear, sainted, wonderful... Racist. Racist mother, so... She calls Obama that Muslim, and I'm like, Mama, I got something to say to you. And she was like... Why? Yeah, because you know,
3: she's she's deaf, God bless. So all of our conversations are just these shouting matches. Right, right. So so I say, Hey, I'm gonna tell you something and you're not gonna like it, Mama. Huh? And I say, Your daughters are voting for the black man, Mama. What? You stop clutching your purse, Mama. That's not funny. (laughs) Hey, we're grown ups, mama. We gotta stand up for what we believe in. Right. I believe a woman has the right to choose. And I believe no one should go broke because of the medical bills. and, and, and I believe that four years ago we were in such a crap hole And now that crap hole is less crappy There's less crap, Mama That's right, Doc mm. That's a good point about the crap Yes, yes. <laughs> So let me tell you folks Our Mama was shocked to hear her daughters talk like mm. that So, mm-hmm. you know I think she started seeing us as real adults for the first time oh. Not just the little booger she yeah. raised Yeah,
1: yeah, wow so, so what did she say then?
3: Oh, she didn't say anything, Matt. Oh, no, no. She started attacking us like a rabid square. Yeah, she <laughs> rode around on Dot's shoulders, screaming like a howler monkey, tearing half her hair out.
2: <coughs> oh, no. It hurt
3: my head.
4: Yeah, oh. that's right, Dot. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs>
3: There's just no debating with some people, but no. the three of us did come up with a solution. Oh, yeah. We're just not driving at a vote. Yeah. Oh so Dot's got to wear a hat for a month. But the way I count it, three votes to zero. Presbaluski sisters for the win! Hey,
1: great, great. Well, well, thanks for sharing your story, ladies. Hey,
3: hey, Myth. Yeah. I got two words. Tell you all you need to know about that Mitt Romney guy square tush. Ugh. Oh.
4: <laughs> Don't trust a guy with a geometric tush. No, I won't. It, it, it's, a, it's a trapezoid. <laughs> That's right, Dodd. It was more of a quadrilateral tush with only one pair of parallel
1: sides. <laughs> all right, all right. The Presbaluski sisters, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us, ladies. Thank you. And now, now I'd like to invite our special musical guest to the stage. Please welcome Billy Bryant. Where where are you from, Billy?
8: Uh, I am from the Piney Woods of East Texas.
1: Preach it sister to the Piney Woods of East Texas. Got my East
8: Texas best friend here. Oh, hey,
1: that's why she said preach it sister. That's good. That's good. Um, um, So, uh, what are you going to sing for us?
8: Uh, I'm going to sing Call You Out, which is actually a song that Phil wrote. Oh. Yeah.
0: Hi.
9: (laughs) He
8: doesn't mind if I do a cover, and he assured me that if I forget the words, I should just say watermelon. Um, So, I hope you like watermelons.
2: (laughs) All right.
9: I was gonna call you out Your sweet talking lies Then I realized You're working towards my plan Steal the spotlight Polluting all the water In my mind yeah. A simple soul I only wanted to be happy coexist. My mind expanding drink by drink by drink. Save me from myself oh lord cause nothing's gonna happen when I die. I'm turning left cause you thought I'd go right. The alabaster neon signpost tells me to go up three flies but two doors down the ashtray says we're not going home again laughing to your face my friend laughing at your face and I'm feeding the system it's beating you and that's why you're scared that's why we're through. Tomorrow I'll be sober. And you're still you. You're still you. I was gonna call you out. I was gonna call you out.
1: Hey, hey, I'm glad. I'm glad the doorbell rang. I think that's probably more trick or treaters. Just gonna go and open it up here. Mail call. Hey, well, if you don't say, that's our city life mailman,
5: mailman. Hey, come on in, mailman. <laughs> I have a couple of trick or treaters behind me here.
1: Trick or treat. All right, all right. Here's some candy.
5: Oh, okay, this kid uh, seems to be dressed as Obama's birth certificate, mm-hmm. and you're the Mormon Golden Tablets. We are both, both mythical. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, it's right. It's been like that all night. All night. Just Jeez. come on just come on in. Come on in. How how are you how are you doing there, Melman? Oh, pretty good, you know. Hmm. Getting into the busy season in the postal industry. You know, it must have been
1: pretty slow lately. I don't think I I don't think we've seen you here since January. Lay off, Matt. I'm okay. still
5: learning my route. <laughs> Alright. Well when, when did you start? Ninety-six. 1996. That's right. Okay, not very good. 2096. Right. I can't start in the future. Okay, all right.
1: You've got an attitude this month, but we'll, we'll overlook it. Sorry, right. right.
5: it's a lot of stress at work.
1: Man. Okay, well, well what, what, what have you got for us? Ten months is a lot of time for, you know, mail to pile up.
5: You'd think, but not too much to tell you the truth. Uh, let's see. I got a bunch of coupons for a Fourth of July sale at a mattress store. Mm. Stars and springs forever. Clever, yeah. Eight back issues of Ceramic Puppy magazine, you know. (laughs) My little kids love the cover, uh, issue 137 here. Isn't he cute? Oh, my God, oh, my God. And, you know, I got this box full of nipple tape. Ah, dang it, Melman, I needed that
1: nipple tape. That was the only thing stopping me from running the Chicago Marathon. I chafe so
5: easily. I just cut the nipples off all my shirts. Oh, damn, I should have done that. Well... Anything else? Yeah, just a bunch of postcards from that Maurice guy. Maurice von Plotsky? Yeah. Yeah. Where's he been? I don't know. Let's have a look. From the Loop
6: to the Louvre, from Lake Michigan to the Caspian Sea. He's seen it all. Sure, the rest of the world is amazing. But Chicago's got the goods to keep the finest jet setter pleased. Ladies and gentlemen, Moritz von Plotsky, the international. You
1: know, these these cards have skulls and flowers on them. Maybe he's dead. I don't think so, no. No, I think he's in Mexico. It's Dia de los Muertos down there. Mexican Christmas? No, Melman, no, no. It's like Halloween, but a bunch churchier, churchier I think. But, but let's see what he says.
7: Hola! En Ciudad de México, por Dia de los Muertos, I joined a family as they stood vigil over their grandmother's grave, praying for her soul. Last year in Chicago, I saw a sexy
5: big bird puke in a mailbox.
2: <laughs> huh.
5: That's funny man. I heard that story. And there's more to it. Yeah, I got the inside scoop on all oh. things mailboxes. Oh. Dish. Wait, Dish it, girl. it it turns out that that young lady, she dropped her little baby down the mail chute uh-huh. and uh, she was also a method actor, so she was just trying to feed the little tyke. Like like, you know, regurgit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, gross.
7: In Oaxaca, I helped prepare the traditional Pan de los Muertos using orange flower water in an outdoor wood stove. In Chicago, I broke a tooth on a three-year-old
5: Almond Joy. (laughs) There's his trouble. You know, if you're going after three-year candy bars, you got to skip right past the Almond Joy and go to the mounds. Agreed. You you know why that is? Why's that? Almond Joy has nuts. Shut up. (laughs) In
7: Veracruz, I
5: prepared Katrina's. Skeleton
7: bride figurines To bring people luck from their ancestors In Chicago I saw children burn down a Jimmy John's That ran out of candy
1: Turns out they burned down Freaky fast too
5: (laughs) I find that kind of humor
1: I think let's move on
5: (laughs) In Pitsquaro I rode in a
7: winged Candlelit boat Called a mariposa Or butterfly To a dance On an island cemetery In Chicago A guy dropped a jello shot On my head From a party trolley It was raspberry Sinceramente Maurice
1: Oh wow 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 That was That was really
5: That was really nice Of him to write I guess Mm. I think I like The way we do it here Really? Halloween? Oh yeah yeah. When else can I combine my love of girls in sexy outfits and my love of public vomit? <laughs> well, on that note, Melman, I think we should get back to the show. <laughs> when yeah. ah, you're right, I've got three more stops tonight. Oh. Better get a move on. Neither snow, nor rain, nor... Ah! A spider! I'm going home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Melman the mailman... And the Chicago Postal
1: Service, everybody. See you after Christmas. <laughs> All right, after Christmas. Let's let's bring uh, Mike Brunnleeb and Allison Tolman up here and do some misconnections. Wow!
0: Allison.
1: Hi. Allison's the female
5: <laughs> of oh, the, the duo.
1: Allison, uh, tell us what for us for what?
4: Halloween or like what. <laughs>
1: I don't know the Thanks. answer to that. Uh, that. Allison, tell us what a tr- uh, what a uh, misconnection is.
4: Okay, so um, there's an online bulletin board called Craigslist, which if you don't know about, you should check it out because it's pretty awesome. Um, and there's a section of it called Misconnections, which is where you can post an ad for someone that you had a misconnection with at a grocery store, or the train, or the speedway in Palatine. I read a lot about. I don't know. There's a lot of misconnections happening there. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, I, I couldn't find a lot this month. I feel like all the awesome connections are gonna happen tonight when people are in costume, oh, yeah. and tomorrow yeah. they're gonna be amazing to read. I can't wait. Disconnection. Oh, that was well placed. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> okay, um, so we're just gonna read a few of these. Um, this one says: dark hair, maroon skirt at the Jewel on Howard. Mm-hmm. You were walking in as I was walking out. Early thirties, chin length, dark hair, maroon skirt with legs in light colored pantyhose. Mm-hmm. You caught
1: oh,
4: wow. Oh. Interesting. So
5: so far so good. Yeah.
4: You caught my eye. I scanned you front and back.
5: Yeah. Like like you do. Yeah.
4: And then he says, "I'd like a coupon to get to know you." <laughs> and I read it twice. I was like, "Is he trying to think of another word?" But I don't think that he was. No
10: he's a man who likes a bargain
4: <laughs> like he likes her but not enough to pay full yeah. price <laughs> like, if there was like a deal involved he'd go yeah. for it yeah. I don't know um, this one just the title I thought was funny it's the the, the ad is it just says sex starved depressed beautiful girls on bikes <laughs> I mean you've got a type you've got a type right and he, and he just said in the, the body is really simple. He just said, "I'll give you a kiss. I'll hold you tight. Why not just have some fun? Who knows where things can go after that?" Thought That's that poetic. was kind of sweet. Yeah, it, but
10: they're—I
4: mean—they're I mean, they're depressed, sex-starved girls. So I'm—I'm I'm assuming. I'm assuming he knows where he wants it to go. Yeah, that's take just out. like
10: going after a whole category.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs>
4: it's like, like a whole it's, population. It's narrowed down. Hey,
10: what's? I'm, I'm sorry
1: that I'm blanking. What is the Japanese haiku? Is that a haiku? Oh my God! I'll give you a kiss.
4: No. no. I'll oh, hold <laughs> you. <laughs> you don't know chance. what a haiku is.
1: I thought, well, whatever.
4: I don't oh, know what it is. I thought it was five seven five. So you it was in the wrong category. Yeah. Then it's, not. it's not. Okay. Press girls like haikus. They so. fucking do. I'll tell you. All right. Um, okay. This one is—it's called Secret Smoker. And it says, "Do you smoke when you're drinking? Maybe hanging out at a bar with some friends? I do, and I think others do too."
1: Yep. He thinks.
4: Maybe even people I know. I'm a regular guy in good shape, except for the occasional sig. Anyway if you Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, if you know what I'm talking about, let me know. Maybe we can quit together after a drink and a smoke, not really getting it there. Maybe we can have some fun. I know what that means. Or maybe we can just share that vice and want to chat about it. And then he says, you know what I mean.
2: <laughs>
10: I really don't. I have
4: no
1: idea what he means. These are the weirdest people. I know. Usually they're just creeps. It's like awesome. You can see how, how but light, disgusting is, and sexually starving. Yeah. But these people these are, people
0: are weird. really you weird. We invited them all night They're yes. amongst you. They're, yeah. spr- <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> they're sprinkled you in the crowd. Them. Okay, one last one. Uh, just the first part of this is funny. And the title is, I do hope you're straight.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, and the first line is just, you have brown hair, light brown eyes, and skin. Oh! I just I just realized how funny that is. Yeah, actually, yeah. just this moment.
10: I like that too. Yeah. You have skin. I love, I love skin. a girl with
1: skin. <laughs> you know what I love? When they're bleeding all over the place yeah. on my couch. When her organs
4: there. are inside her body. Oh my God! It
0: gets keep going. When whose organs, whose organs are inside?
4: <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, Phil. Oh, Phil, yeah. Okay, See so... See what I did there? I, I'm sorry. I got... All right, to, to reiterate, the title Just of this mentioned... is I Do Hope You're Straight, and the body is you have brown hair, light brown eyes, and skin. You had baggy cargo pants and a hoodie, which is why I question your orientation.
10: Oh, and I hope you like being put down. I know.
4: <laughs> if you're still around after reading this ad... You might be able to put up with me for the next 50 years. I have a
10: great relationship full of emotional abuse. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: emotional all
1: that, that's, 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 abuse.
10: <laughs> Misconnections. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh, so, have yeah, this fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Allison. Thank you, Mike. There is something, though. Uh, Allison, we're about to head into intermission. Yes. Uh, but Allison, Allison actually just recently had a true scary story, right? Is that right? Whoa. It's true. That she wanted to tell us. So,
4: so I'm going to tell, to tell, tell an story. actual, like a real... This is true. Okay. A real scary story before we go to intermission. Okay. So um, <laughs> I was at my apartment a few weeks ago. It was on one of the really rainy nights, and it was, you know, the middle of the night, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommate was gone. It wasn't the middle of the night. My roommate was gone. Um, I was just watching TV with my mm-hmm. with my cat, and...
1: Uh, I'm not laughing at you. I love you, Allison. Go ahead. You have two cats (laughs) Uh,
4: and a wife. You win. I'm married, yes. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I'm I'm watching watching TV, and from my couch, you can see through my kitchen and out the window onto the back porch, like where, you know, the fire escape. And the shadow passes by the window, but it doesn't just like... I know. I know. So (laughs) it doesn't just like pass by. It's like it stops in front of the window, and I have this weird Mm -hmm. feeling like something is like, like something's looking through my window.
10: Ooh. Ooh scary. scary. I know,
7: I'm
2: like, yeah.
4: re, I'm re-scaring myself. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like, whatever, and I, I'm, I keep watching TV, and then I hear this, like, tapping noise.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, so I hear this, like, tapping noise um, on the back door, and I'm like, what the fuck? But then I'm like, I'm independent, I can deal with this, so.
2: <laughs> no, no. I know. Yeah. So.
4: I know, because yeah. it gets better. So then I, um, I go, I, so I go to the back door, and I'm just like, whatever, I can do this. And so I open the door, and it's just like there's, it's like there's something there, what? like I just can feel it, but I can't, um, like I can't make out its, like I can't distinguish its features because it's like really dark, and it's like still like raining, and it's like wearing a ski mask.
1: What? <laughs> What do you, so was it a yeah. man, so was it a man? I don't
4: know, what it, but it was so scary,
1: yeah. it was really scary, uh-huh. so,
4: um, so then this, this malevolent like, force is like, like it's like, give me all your money, bitch, <laughs> you, like except, it said, like, I don't know if I just heard it like in my head, uh-huh. but like, it said it to me, okay. and I was like, what the fuck, yeah. like, what was that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, what was that? And then this thing, like, it, like, comes in, like, it comes into my apartment. Like, it's almost like it, like, passes through Oh, my me. God. Like, it just, like, hits me. You know, like, uh, like, like, over the head, like, uh-huh. with a pipe. It...
1: <laughs> like like a, it hit you with a pipe? Like a,
4: like a ghost pipe. It... <laughs> you know, like, it hit and I don't, it felt pipe. like a real pipe, though, because I have a bump, and I, either way, I blacked out. Oh so God. I was, like, I blacked out. Okay. So here's where it gets... Really fucking weird. So when I wake up, right. it's like gone. Okay. But yeah. so is my TV <laughs> what? and like my computer. And my grandmother's brooches okay. and like all the cash that also, I had. It was, what, it was like it was so no, freaky. Uh, it's like it just wanted like a, like a souvenir like a, like a piece of me No, I
1: think you I think you were robbed. I know. No. By
4: like like a ghost or no. something.
1: No, 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 no. It was no. like
4: this it was so super creepy.
1: No, it was a crime. You you a man, a real man came into your house and hit you over the head probably with a real pipe. And really knocked you out and took all of your stuff. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
4: That's really scary. That's really fucking scary. That's really scary. That makes ca- so much more sense. Yeah, too. it does. That's really, that's like actually scary. Yeah, me that could right have now. killed you. They, I could have been really hurt. Yeah. Whoa, wow. You okay now? I don't know. That's freaky. I don't understand why people like being scared. That's yeah. really scary.
2: Yeah. I
1: don't well, want them
4: to feel good at all. It feels terrible. I feel yeah, terrible right yeah. now. Can I sleep with you and Kim tonight? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: we'll talk about it. Let's let's, let's 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 do intermission now. Intermission, folks. Welcome back. Welcome back. The first act was brought to you by our sponsors, Joe and Maverick's Halloween Warehouse on the South Side. And now a word from those very sponsors.
10: (laughs) Happy. Happy Halloween folks! Come on down to Joe and Maverick's Halloween Warehouse for all your costume needs! We got pirates! We got zombies! We got sexy pirates and zombies! We got
6: sexy kittens, sexy bears,
7: sexy firemen, sexy nurses, sexy EMTs, sexy baristas, sexy clowns, sexy pilots, sexy cowgirls, sexy chipmunks, sexy blackjack
10: dealers! Sexy audiologists! Sexy copy editors, sexy IT technicians, sexy comed employees, sexy 19th century trappers, s- sexy secretaries who prefer to be called sexy administrative assistants, sexy
7: corporate cogs, sexy Xerox repairmen, sexy marathon runners, sexy kangaroos, slutty kangaroos,
2: <laughs>
7: slutty
10: Groupon employees, slutty cheerleaders, slutty ghosts. Slutty devils, slutty angels, slutty agnostics, slutty Alice in Wonderland, slutty mice, slutty podcast pianists,
7: slutty architects, slutty babies, slutty prostitutes, and slutty broken tree limbs being struck by slutty lightning. Sluts. Show and Mavericks Halloween warehouse. If we don't have it, then they don't make it with thigh high stockings and corresponding headgear.
1: <laughs> Anyway, we're actually brought to you by Transistor Chicago, (laughs) (laughs) Equal Parts Art Gallery, Bookstore, CD and Record Shop, Specialty Audio Electronics Boutique, and so much more. Check out www.transistor.chicago.com. No, no, nope. www.transistorchicago.com. That's it. I got that one. Uh, this is also being recorded using microphones from Cam Instruments, focused on innovative designs contributing to the advancement of modern music with simple and accessible products and prices as good as they sound. Find out more at caminstruments.com.
3: Oh, oh, Mitt. Oh, Mitt.
5: O-N. O-N. Oh, Ann. Oh, Ann. Oh, Mitt.
3: Oh, Mitt.
5: O-N. O-N. O-N.
3: Ow, Mitt. Ow.
5: Ow, Ann.
3: Ow. No, Mitt, your elbows. Sorry. That's better. (laughs) Oh, Mittens. Oh, Mitt. Oh,
5: Anne. Oh, Anne Romney. Oh, Anne Lois Romney. Born Anne Lois Davies, raised in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, by parents Edward R. Davies and Lois Davies. you don't have
3: to be so formal, Mitt. It's sex. Relax, honey. That's better. Just be natural.
5: Hmm... This act is naturally pleasurable. The American people agree with me on these matters. President Obama has woefully failed our economy, and Anne Lois Romney is very pleasurable to lay on top of and kind of run around.
3: Mitt, stop! Oh, damn it, Mitt, that's the nightstand.
5: Oh, oh, I beg your pardon, Mr. Nightstand.
3: Mitt, this is driving me crazy. Why can't we get on the same page here? Hey,
5: I'm a businessman. I know how to run a business. Well,
3: what does that have to do with... I know
5: how to create jobs.
3: Oh, Mitt, I'm your wife. I'm already voting for you. I'm
5: pro-growth and pro-jobs.
3: Will you please shut up about jobs? But
5: I'm pro-jobs.
3: Everybody is, Mitt. Everyone's pro-jobs. No one's anti-jobs. Not even me, and I've never even had a job. I...
5: I have a five-point plan.
3: <laughs> well, if it's not a five-point plan about how to give me an orgasm, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. What's that?
5: Ooh Eh uh, uh, uh. Ooh. Ooh I think it's a ghost mitt. I'm pro growth but anti ghost. Ooh My fellow Americans. Ooh.
3: Mitt. It's the ghost of
1: Ronald Reagan. Reagan
3: the father of our country.
5: Nobody calls me that. Ronald Reagan, the greatest living president. Well, I'm dead,
3: obviously. (laughs) Ronald Reagan, who sent the first men to the moon.
5: And won World Uh, War II. Now, stop,
1: stop. I know you all want that to be true, but I didn't do any of those things. You won Vietnam. Okay, shut up, Mitt. Just, just shut up. I'm, I'm here from beyond the grave to, to teach you to do to your wife what you're planning on doing to the middle class if if you get elected. You want me to fuck her? Bingo, Mito. Hey, I've been watching you from hell. You went to hell? That's right, surprise, surprise. It turns out the Mormons are right. Uh, Congratulations, Mitt. Well, anyway, I I, I know exactly how to get your groove back there, fella. I'm just going to use my ghostly, real Republican powers to tear a hole in the fabric of space to give you a secret peek into a very, very sexy place.
3: Is that?
0: Yes, it's the
1: White House at this moment. It's the master
5: bedroom. And that's... The commander-in-chief. And the sexiest first lady I have ever seen. Sorry, Nancy. I I thought you were showing us something sexy, but they're standing and clothed and just swaying back and forth. They're dancing, Mitt. That's what dancing looks like.
1: Hmm. Look at how gently he holds her. Look at how they laugh as she leads him towards the bed.
3: It's beautiful. Yes. Oh, they're so in love. Oh, and now. Yep,
1: they're totally doing it.
3: Oh. <laughs> I thought so. That looks fun.
1: Look at how they move in in unison.
3: Isn't that what you call rhythm?
5: Yes, Anne. Yes, Anne. That is rhythm. Why isn't he wearing socks? <laughs>
1: Most people, most people take their socks off for lovemaking, Mitt. I'm sorry. Well, I'll be. Yeah. Oh, and here's a little foreplay. Like golf. No.
3: Oh, well, that seems like a terrible waste of candle wax.
1: Enough.
5: Well, are you uh, ready to uh, give it a try? I am ready.
3: Ready and willing.
1: Okay. Well then, mount up, Mitt.
7: Oh. Yeah. oh! That's right. Oh. Now you're going to have to loosen
1: up there, Mittens. Oh, that's hey. nice. Hey, oh, man. I had more swivel, swivel in my hip after two hip replacement surgeries.
3: Oh.
5: Both hips, Mitt.
3: Oh! I was 80. Can we try a little doggy style? Oh,
5: and you know how I feel about dogs. Oh.
3: Come on, Mr. Man.
5: Whoa! Oh. That's better. Now you're doing it. I'm pro doggy style. Yeah. <laughs> That's right.
1: Well, my my job here is done. I like you, Mitt. Thank you, Mr. President. Yeah, you've got two qualities that will make you a great Republican president. You're white. And I cannot recall the other one right now. I'm sorry. So, uh, what, what are you guys doing here? Is this my bedroom? Where am I? i Nancy. Mommy. Byron.
6: And now for the exciting conclusion of As the World Sighs
0: As the World Sighs
3: Dr. Pearson, what
7: is it? Shay, it appears that your baby has. Four fathers! What? Four fathers? How can this be? It's a medical anomaly. The results here say that the fathers of your baby are Justin Hipsterman, his best friend and bandmate, Carlo Grossweiner, and Justin's douchey, evil twin brother, Dustin Lipsterman.
3: But that's only three. Who's the fourth?
7: Shay, I don't know how to tell you this other than with my mouth. (laughs) The fourth father is Satan. (laughs) Were you recently possessed by the devil? Yes. Then that explains it. Satan now has partial control of one quarter of your baby's soul. And more bad news, it's a girl.
6: Meanwhile, we find Carlo in his jail cell awaiting trial for killing his ex-girlfriend, Bryn. (sighs) Dear diary, jail is pretty rad. Mega reading. Just finished the Journals of Kierkegaard, Nietzsche's Thus Spoke Zarathustra, and Twilight Breaking Dawn. Hashtag Team Edward.
2: Uh,
6: (laughs) Next up... Mein Kampf, hashtag hipster Hitler, hashtag
5: ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm probably going to start my memoir soon. The catcher in the hashtag, hashtag, hashtag.
2: Carlo. Ah! What, what, what the F? Ghost Bryn? <coughs>
4: me. Oh, my God. I'm here. (sighs) I just switched to American Spirits. I thought they were supposed to be good for you, though. But your tote's dead. I know, dummy. That's why I'm here haunting your ass. (sighs) Hey, have you heard the new Animal Collective album? How is it?
10: You came back from the dead to ask me that?
4: Pitchfork said that Centipede Hurts is to Meriwether as Strawberry Jam was to Feels. How effing dare they?
6: (sighs) Hashtag FML.
4: Okay, listen. I really came here to tell you that I think...
3: We should get back together.
6: Okay, whatevs.
3: Okay, but I'm dead.
6: That's fine.
4: You're not shocked?
6: No, not really.
4: Okay, so are we getting back together?
6: Yeah, fine. I want to break up. Okay, whatevs. Next time on As the World Sighs Will Carlo and Bryn get back together? Hashtag no Hashtag yes Will Justin and Tasia smash crotch?
1: Hold, hold on there, Malaysia mm. And now listen to this chord Will Shay's
6: baby hold dark dominion in her uterus?
3: Gestation, asshole,
6: zygote. <laughs> As the
2: world oh. sighs.
1: Welcome back to the stage. for Billy Bryant Billy Bryant one more time
9: alright I thought I'd do a little cover of Lady by the sticks I hope you're ready to oh, yeah. this is B-Y-O-B so I hope you B-Y-O-B'd smile Just take me deadly into your arms
1: Evans Park, that's my neighborhood in the 51st Ward of Chicago, just far enough from Wrigley to occasionally pretend like we don't even have a baseball team. <laughs> yeah, it feels nice. Yeah, White Sox. It's, it's uh, late October, which means that a very frightening day is just around the corner. Election Day, 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 day. Okay, there's two scary, scary days around the corner. Election Day, well, it will come, and it will go. You'll watch your coverage on Fox News so that you can get all mad and yell about things that you don't understand. Or, or you're the type that'll flip over to MSNBC because all the political commentators are skinny and white and wear glasses. and They remind you of yourself and that makes you feel smarter. You'll, you'll be happy with the outcome or you won't. Either way, you'll go to work on Wednesday. You will. You'll order the same cup of coffee You'll have the same apolitical small talk with the owner-operator of the food truck where you buy your lunch. You'll just try to muddle through. Now, what's ironic, I think, is that Halloween is not as inconsequential. Stay with me here, because it sounds weird. But as unimportant as it should be, as silly of a childish holiday as it should be, you can't help yourself. It matters. I mean, next to Christmas, and maybe... That really rad St. Patrick's Day that one time, it is your favorite holiday every year. You can still remember when your mom made you that c 3 po costume on a spray paint and uh, on cardboard with a pot lid, a gas cap, and a clown mask with the orange hair cut off. She painted it with gold hobby paint, and it rained that year. So by the end of the night, you looked like the scariest damn post-apocalyptic clown in the world, (laughs) scared all the other kids. And as you got older, you fought the urge to go trick-or-treating until it actually truly was too late, and then you wished you hadn't fought so hard. And those college costume parties took the place of nights of candy, they both involved dressing up and screaming and vomiting <laughs> and, and then as an adult you remember those years of being on the other end of the transaction, holing up in your poorly furnished living room, watching one cheesy scary movie after another and passing out the best candy that you could afford that year Halloween you see in that grainy rolling reel of memory is like a never ending coming of age tale chronicling your transition from childhood to adolescence to adulthood to parenthood. And one year, you can remember when it chronicled the coming of age for us all. That year, Attitudes in Ravens Park, they were pretty somber. Kids were costume shopping, sure, yeah, everybody still stocked up on fun size candy bars, and AMC was showing their awesome run of creepy B-movie classics, love that. And one little pack of kids that... You enjoyed watching grow each Halloween. A nice mixture of boys and girls, not like most groups of kids. Not one of them was a dickhead.
2: (laughs) There was not one
1: dickhead in this group. I mean, the kind of kids that you identify with, they hit the age that year, 12. You remembered it well. It was the moment of that last Halloween ride, or worse yet, the moment that you realized that it was already over. Now, you found those kids huddled up one day, barely a week, from All Hallows' Eve, their heads hanging, bored, openly discussing their total lack of enthusiasm for your sometimes favorite holiday, and and that's when it happened. That neighbor that you hate, the asshole neighbor, you know, the one with the bumper sticker that reads, Be Democratic, Vote Republican, him, he, he came by with a suggestion that brought the excitement back. Sort of a bipartisan suggestion. All of you, the kids, the neighbor, even you with your normally cynical and hermit-like ways, you would gather at that neighbor's house and greet the neighborhood kids with the scariest porch in Chicago. That sounded good. So you spent the next week and a half and too much of that month's paycheck, of course, gathering fake blood, ripping coveralls, positioning sheets to black out peripheral light, and preparing to scare the living shit out of helpless small children. That was going to be so fun. When the night arrived, usual suspects were all on deck. Of course, Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, Halloween, not Austin Powers, though which is scarier. Which which is scarier. Your group of preteen monsters pounced and they lurked and they spent the entire evening giggling their way through a gallery of horrors and you and your... Still an asshole neighbor, you set aside your political differences for the night and, and your general dislike for one another as you watched this group of little hellions that you couldn't help but like as they laughed and smiled and enjoyed themselves for the first time in quite a while. Now, the culminating point, the best, best part of the evening came when Randy, a, uh, a towheaded kid with knobby knees and an affinity for hockey and Orson Scott Card novels. He he came bounding out of a clump of bushes with a machete fake, I think. Never checked it. Never checked it. But he tugged straight his hockey mask and with one hand waved the knife crazily with the other, and his target this time was a ten-year-old girl dressed as a fortune teller. Now now, Randy chased the fortune teller for a good. 20 yards him growling her screaming and now this of course this had gone on all night in one fashion or another randy and crew would jump out give chase trick-or-treaters would jump ah squeal and run a little and then they would always stop though at some point and have a good laugh together because they all liked a little scare and what they lacked however up until that point though is is the gypsy spirit of our little fortune teller, let's call it. She, like those before her, did eventually stop. It was not to laugh, though, no, no. She turned on Randy. The little bells on her sash belt clinked and jingled as she twisted violently at the hips. Her candy bag whistled in the wind and connected with Randy's chin in a way that can only be described as Mike Tyson (laughs) punch-out-esque. And although I'm sure it met with dissatisfaction of the fortune teller when she got it, I would imagine Randy was much more disappointed to discover that some jerk had given out apples that night. (laughs) So Randy got lifted completely off the ground. Its hockey mask, protective gear, meant to withstand the meaty shoulders of toothless Canadians. It shattered. Candy went everywhere. Randy wobbled. Tootsie rolls and dum-dums rained down around him, and the fortune teller scampered off into the night throwing curses behind her. (laughs) (sighs) And you all gathered around Randy on your knees, and it was fun, it was funny. You were scooping up bits of candy into plastic grocery bags, and you paused from time to time to eat a piece or two of your favorite, and you laughed together. You laughed about the fortune teller shellacking of Randy. That was good. Uh, Laughed about the kids who were too scared to make it to the door. You laughed about Halloween, God, Halloween. You laughed about the joy of being scared of ghosts, and goblins on the first Halloween that any of you ever remembered having anything real to be scared of. And that was the last Wednesday in October 2001, so just 50 days removed from that, that pretty, pretty bad Tuesday morning. And those real fears, the fears born that morning, they faded soon enough. They did, because you, you knew they would. But the memories of that Halloween, of that time that you remembered what it felt like to enjoy being scared again, They stayed with you. And that's the story here in Ravens Park, where you never chase a gypsy woman with a knife unless you mean to use it, and where you always know that no matter how many times you get knocked on your ass, there are neighbors who will help you eat the candy that puts you there.
9: Don't pretend you don't know me If you're meaning to offend me Then you're doing pretty well And how convincingly you've shown me The love I thought was made to last Is now an empty shell
0: Things can only get better What's around the corner, who can tell I'll build a little place just north of heaven Kind of tired of living southward Don't assume you can ignore me You best hang your head In case I make it after all How contemptuously you've shown me That all my aspirations Were so paltry and so small only getting better. What's around the corner? Who can tell? Build a little place just north of heaven. Kinda tired of living south of hell. Some others talking about guns and and roses, as if I I give a fuck, at best I think they (laughs) suck. I'm too preoccupied with my memories. What's around the corner, who can tell Build a little place, just Just north north of heaven
9: Kind of tired of living
1: I think we just had kind of a nice few minutes there, so thank you very much for that. Now let's, um, before the whole night gets away from us, let's uh, talk to our announcer and foley artist for the night, my wife, the only woman in my binder, my, Aww. my beautiful, talented Kim Lyle. Kim, Kim, thank you. Now, Kim. Kim does this, but she also uh, does a lot of one woman shows around town. She's constantly working on those. So uh, take a minute and plug your next thing that you've got going up. Thanks.
6: Oh, thanks, Matt. Uh, running this month at the Apollo Studio, I have an experimental piece called My Husband, Matt Lyle, Can't Get Aroused Unless I Dress Like Sarah Palin.
1: <laughs> wow, honey, that's.
6: Uh, no, for not... $5 off, use code I'm Serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. He physically cannot do it unless I'm in a little blazer and glasses with my hair up. All right.
1: And, all right. You know, <laughs> That's... Come see it. <laughs> oh, thank God, the doorbell. Okay, let's, uh, let's, I'm just going to go get the door. We're going to all stop thinking about that. And uh, I'm going to open it.
2: <laughs> Trigger or
1: hey, hey, boys! Well, what do we have here? A couple of uh, soldiers in camouflage. Holding hands, and and uh, was you, are you a sheik covered in ketchup?
4: No, I'm bullet-ridden Osama bin Laden, because Obama
7: got me.
1: Okay, all right. And the soldiers, you two? We're free to
2: love who we
1: want. Well, that's just nice. That, uh, that actually is nice. So, so here you go. Good night, good night. Mind the heels. Don't get caught on the mat there, lieutenants. All right. <laughs> Now, is it just me, or, or, or are we seeing a lot of politi- politicized costumes this year? It's probably just my imagination. I don't know if anybody else is noticing that. Maybe I, I'm just reading into everything because i got so much election on my brain. Yep. Trick or treat! Hey! Well, look at you. Now, this is nice. A, a, apparently nonpartisan costumes. Over here, we've got the hat and the badge and the holster... Good evening, Sheriff.
10: I'm looking for bandits. <laughs> All right.
1: And over here, we got the poncho and the sombrero. Hola, señor.
10: Hola. Yo quiero
6: ed- educación. Huh? <laughs> you have any ID on you? ¿Cómo? Tienes any identificación? Right, um, uh, I, uh,
2: no,
6: no tengo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Necesito un médico! Hey, stop tasing him! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> now quit tasing him right now. Don't tase on my porch. Get off of here. I'm just gonna grab you both by your orejas and I'll just kick you right out of there if I could. All right. Now, these goddamn campaigns, they've gone too far. They've desecrated Halloween, and I won't stand for it. I'm not voting for either one of them. What? What the heck? What? What? Let me see what's going on out here. Damn it, we've been egged.
9: That's because Obama's lack of security.
1: Oh. <laughs> that lacks. This is heartbreaking, man. This is just now. Get the hell off of my. Whoa. Hey, well, it... <laughs> isn't Whoa. our old friend Rich Richwald? I think, right?
10: Whoa. Hey, Rich. I'm Mitt Romney's ghost. Uh-huh. I came from the future, <laughs> and I win. <laughs> All right. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, it, is, it is rich I thought hey, it might my, be rich my God bless you Just kidding you man It's yeah. me Rick
1: Yeah great to see you Rick Hey you f- folks Hey. Happy Halloween everybody hey. oh, I
10: scared this guy Sorry, man. Yeah. Ah, look at this guy. This guy's whiter than this damn bed sheet. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. Oh, hey. <laughs> I love doing the fun scares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: great great to see you, Rick. I'll tell you, I, I'm glad <laughs> that it wasn't any more of those crazy kids. It's a weird atmosphere out there this no, year. No,
10: kid, man. On my way over here, I passed a kid dressed up with a box. Mm-hmm. And the box said on it. Entitlement slut pills. Oh, that's mean. No, thank you. Jeez yeah. Louise, that kid's got some angry parents. <laughs> my goodness, it is good to see you, man. There's so yeah. much excitement in the air. Yeah. God bless me, I love this city. I'm okay. going nuts out yeah, here. Yeah, all right. Now, folks, Rick
1: has been lost in Chicago for... Ten months.
10: <laughs> Ten
1: months. Ten so months. He came to... Chicago, our great city here, from Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Yes, sir. And all that time, he cannot find his way back to the Red Roof Inn, which is in the loop. That's what you told me. Yeah, and where his wife and children are waiting for him even
10: now. And this guy's always got to remind me of that. <laughs> yeah, Look, sorry. I miss my family, too. Who wouldn't miss their family? But on the other hand, I'm having a blast being lost in the city, baby! <laughs> yes. Wow! Wow, you certainly are excited. So, uh, Rick, Rick, do you have any
1: clothes on under that bed sheet? No, I don't.
10: Oh I actually just pretended to be a ghost because I was so embarrassed that I didn't have no more clothes. (laughs) Oh Rick, that is not good. What happened to your clothes, buddy? Well, Matt, I don't know if you notice about me, but Uh I'm actually very hawkish on China uh
1: that hasn't come up no
10: I feel no. very strongly that our national policy to this point has been quite frankly a joke uh, okay. and I normally love jokes okay but I don't love <laughs> well, this no one. I did not know that <laughs> you are s- dead freaking serious about this
1: well, You're I, absolutely I didn't know right. that about you Rick so it's kind of a hot issue in this election right now yeah you that's know that? what I've
10: heard people are finally starting to listen I've been preaching this stuff since the 1970s <laughs> all right
1: so well, so tell me a little bit more about where this comes from please Matt,
10: I've got a 5-point plan about oh. why I'm so mad at China. Everybody's got a 5-point plan. Number right. 1, I drank a gallon of that rotten Chinese milk and now I have kidney stones. <laughs> okay? Number All right. 2, when I put my toys in my mouth, I get lead poisoning. <laughs> what are you?
1: you don't
10: put them in there. Number 3, dim sum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into. I had a terrible experience. <laughs> yeah. Number four, Chinese carps. The invasion will not be televised. <laughs> Number
2: five,
10: I recently went to a haunted house. It was too realistic. It scared me, and I suspect that they had something to do with that. Okay. All right, so, so it sounds like you,
1: you have some negative experience peripherally with China. Yes. Uh, somewhat related. Does that have an impact on how you're planning on voting in the few weeks? Is what well, I unfortunately,
10: know. I gotta school you a little bit here, Matt. Oh, okay. We're damned either goddamn way. Oh, man. Neither candidate goes nearly far enough. That's why I've developed a five-point plan okay. for stopping China dead in their tracks. Now, Rick, we, we appreciate your opinion. Pardon me. Wick. You had your turn. Now I get to talk. Uh, no. no more imports. Period. Shut all the ports down. Now, Rick, please. Please, don't. Two minutes. I was promised two minutes. It was two minutes, right, Candy? Uh, it, was two minutes. it was candy. Two. No more exports. Seal the ports forever. Nobody comes in and nobody goes out. All right, Rick. Rick, you're a good, close this friend of mine. This is not town hall style, my dear opponent. Oh, okay. Please respect the decorum of debate. Number three. No more family vacations. It is a luxury we can no longer afford. <laughs> Rick, it doesn't have any... Number four. In Make the toys and the milk. Here in America, creating high-paying jobs for college graduates. Okay. Number five, poison the oceans. No. No. Starve them. Starve them all out of their hiding places. (laughs) No, um,
1: I think that's time for you, Rick. Uh, So... Um, what happened to your clothes? That's all I really well, want to know. Don't talk about China. So
10: I went for a swim trying to catch a fish that I saw. Okay. <laughs> and when I get out of the water to put my garb back on, I look at the tags. Every single cloth is made in China. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I'll
10: tell you what. We'll, we'll take you home with us, and you
1: can borrow some of my American-made clothes. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, in a couple of weeks. Dressing up like a ghost is going to be pretty weird, so you're going to need to get some clothes. Yeah,
10: sooner or later. You're a hell of a guy, Matt. Thanks. And I'm lucky to be buddy. your pal, man. Oh, man. I do got to warn you, though. If I see any Apple products at your place, I'm going to have to put the smash to <laughs> Okay, well. <laughs> and on the way there, parts two and three of our debate series, <laughs> Matt Lyle versus Rick Richwald, who will stand up to the dragon that I see in my nightmares?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick. All right, Rick, that's enough. Uh, we'll be sure to continue this discussion. Yes, oh
10: yes, we will
1: pri- <laughs> privately. All right, now now get the hell out of here. So. Um, so, so what was it? What was it that we learned tonight, folks? Uh, we learned that the political parties will stop at nothing this time of year to get our votes up to and including having small children tase each other. We learned that Mitt Romney isn't the most imaginative lover, but then we probably already knew that. (laughs) We, We learned, I think, that it takes some of us a little longer than others to realize that we don't have to have the same political feelings as our parents. We also learned that I think being scared of the future is only natural, but so is laughing in the face of that fear, I think. Good night,
0: folks. It's all been done before. I don't need this guitar no more. Me yeah. right, up. But I'm the score. If you were looking for something new, I got some mighty fine news for you. The world is what it is. We're all screwed Never gonna make it big Even when I do play another transistor gig Record people just Ain't my type They only like you If you draw a million every night And don't block the bathroom <laughs> It ain't about how cute you are Or even how well you play the guitar It's all about the fitness goddamn shame well our show here is already done but here we go again i just started another one welcome everybody thanks for coming and if I have one thing to say, damn left, It's have a good time every day. Because either way, it's another day long. Oh, no. Thanks, everybody. Buy stuff. Pay double. It's worth it.